Hello. Welcome to Drop a Line. My name is Karita. And I'm Edwina. What's up? Um, not much. Last week. So, okay, you know burnout, right? Is when, like, you're in your profession or whatever, and, like, you have an accumulation of stress, and then, like, you eventually, like, you know, you just don't feel efficient anymore and you don't feel capable of doing work or anything like that um but i've i mean i'm only like maybe two-ish years into my career uh and job life and stuff so um i haven't quite obviously experienced like burnout burnout per se but i mean some days are worse than others uh and last week i had this weird day that I hadn't had in a long time where I was very, um, I felt very not compassionate. Like I had no bucks to give to anybody. Um, and I just had like two very combative patients in a row. And I think that just kind of brought me down where I was like, I was very non-empathic. Like I And it felt kind of weird. Like it was weird to be in that skin because I mean, in a way I felt bad for not being empathic. Um, And I guess like also like the, the things that people were telling me deserved a certain level of attention and empathy and stuff. Uh, And I just didn't have it that day. Um, And I felt like, I don't know. It's so strange how like, like, I don't know, human emotion is so, I guess, labile. But that day was just like, for the first time I'd experienced in a long time, it was just like, I did not care. Like people were telling me about like family members that had passed or funerals that they went to or anything. And I just, you know, I was kind of just going through the motions of like asking the questions I had to ask or I guess kind of just listening. But I was very like in in this weird space where I was just kind of like, oh my God, I am like not even drained. I was just like very, um, unfortunately apathetic. So it's weird. I feel like I just needed to like, let that go just because, um, I hope to not be that, um, you know, let like for majority or all the time. So that is something that I felt recently that I hadn't felt in a very long time. I thought I'd just share. I guess it's also quite a tall order to, ask of individual people to have that mental space and emotional capacity to care all the time as is asked of for people like mental health professionals and social care workers and stuff so that's already quite a tall order Um, and I think that also makes uh, people who work in these industries especially vulnerable to things like burnout or burnout symptoms at least And on the other hand, um, everyone just has like off days. So, yeah, I think I guess I guess like if we talk about burnout or burnout symptoms, like everyone has like different experiences. I guess also hearing this from you, um, maybe it's a sign to, you know, keep an eye out. It's unfortunately something that's super normalized in such a capitalistic neoliberal society that we live in today Mm -hmm. 
Turns out I just needed a nap that day. I just like came home, I took a nap and I was ready for the next day. And, but obviously like, you know, if that happens at more frequency and, um, I find myself caring less, that's definitely, yeah, something that should be concerning or alarming. Um, but yeah, yeah, sometimes you just need time alone, you know? Yeah. I gotcha. Alone. Loneliness. <laughs> Why don't we talk yeah. about that today? <laughs> All right. So um, our topic for today obviously is loneliness or I guess defining loneliness and distinguishing it from being alone. So I don't know, Edwina, if you've ever heard like today, I guess the millennial generation is more lonely than any generation that preceded it. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, yeah, I actually have heard that before. And from my knowledge, it's deeply intertwined with how much exposure and how much literal connection we have with each other on social media, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's basically what I've heard it as well. Is just like with the with the rise of technology and um, I guess people using more technology and being more dependent on it to get just daily functions done. Um, that automatically limits their exposure to, I guess, social bonds, which has led to sort of this, I guess, this idea of loneliness or this feeling of loneliness. But then I think that sort of like distinguished itself from being alone, which is also, I guess, the appreciation for the idea of being alone has also been on the rise in in our generation today, right? Like in amongst the millennial generation, um, I guess it's important to sort of distinguish what the two mean. So loneliness is, you know, generally when you feel a lack of either companionship or community or social connection of some sort. But uh, when I say being alone, um, I mean a lot more intentionally, you know, like an intentional effort to spend time uh, with yourself and not anybody else being able to do things alone uh, without feeling some sort of, you know, longing or loss or um, longing to be with amongst a group of people or with one person constantly. Um, so alone is more intentional. Lonely seems, you know, something that's a result of a lack of like missing something. Yeah. So you can want to be alone, but wanting to be lonely is something I guess that's not as favored generally. Right. So I've seen sort of like this rise in, I guess, the appreciation for being alone or being able to be alone, or at least, you know, hearing like benefits of it. You know, when you're in a social circle, when you're like, with your friends all the time and you, I guess, spend time with the same friends as like pretty often, um, you don't quite get a chance to maybe develop your own opinions, uh, develop your worldviews and kind of, kind of like build on things like compassion and empathy because you're sort of just, you know, you're, you're kind of mirroring the people around you. Um, you haven't really processed what you, uh, what your thoughts are about any particular issue or anything at all. So I think being alone has been credited with just sort of being able to internalize and, and appreciate the things that you do appreciate and 
um, kind of discover those things on your own without being marred by the opinions of others. And yeah, that's why I feel like being alone is a very important thing, especially in this day and age. But, you know, sometimes I guess like in society, it's kind of looked down upon um, or at least it's taken the wrong way. Like lonely, like being alone is mistaken for someone being lonely. Like I remember in, um, in undergrad when I, I, I lived on campus. So I'd like go to the um, cafeteria and stuff. And I, you know, obviously go, sometimes I'd go with friends or whatever, but sometimes I'd go on my own time. I was getting out of class. I was hungry. I just hop in. Um, so oftentimes I'll just sort of like sit at a table by myself. And one of those times I had somebody that I knew that just came by and they were like very um, pitifully like, why are you so alone? Like, why are you sitting alone? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just want to eat. I don't know. Um, but it made me feel very like self-conscious. Like I was like, Oh shoot, maybe I shouldn't be alone. I don't know. This, maybe people think I'm weird or something. Um, and of course that's a long time ago. I've obviously developed since then. And, um, to an extent, like, you know, I understand that it's, if I'm alone outside, it's probably because I chose to be, um, I'm not just going to subject myself to like a spectacle of loneliness or something, but yeah. So I think even though like, this idea of being alone is on the rise um, to an extent it's still sort of seen as a problem maybe by society. Mm -hmm. I also think that the image of being alone has been connected with the image of self-care sometimes. So I also think about like these really Instagram worthy um, images of being alone, like taking a bubble bath or doing a face mask or like binging um, a Netflix series or something. Um, but I think we don't really have as much space to talk about being alone in the way that it allows you to be introspective. So kind of what you were talking about with um, being able to develop your own opinions outside of like people around you. I would also say that occurs with like reflecting on your own experiences and just like having time and space to figure out like or, you know, to, to digest certain things that you normally wouldn't be able to do because you're in the motions of things, doing your daily life or you're like with other people. So like these kinds of opportunities, I feel like are less advertised in the public sphere of thought. Yeah. And I guess like. If you are someone who who does that a lot, then I think it's often not expected or like you said, like it brings a bit of a negative connotation. Like you're too, you're like almost like you're too thoughtful, you're too like in your head about things and you're not like living life outside. Right. Yeah. I've always been envious of people that can be so confident in just sort of sitting alone. Um, so again... I guess I keep relating to undergrad, but I, I just keep remembering all these instances. Um, once again, I was at the cafeteria and that, at that time I was with somebody and I was walking out and then we came upon this guy that we knew and he was sitting alone and he was like watching the television, like the pop screen or whatever. And he was eating his breakfast or whatever. So the guy I was with, he was just like, Oh dude, what are you doing? And what's up? And because he was really fond of that guy, he was just like, Oh, he's an inspiration or whatever. And the guy that was eating his breakfast was very like quiet and silent and kind of like politely asking us to like leave him alone. And I was like, in that moment, I was so impressed. I was like, that's 
like that's just really cool i was just like really impressed with like him being like owning kind of like you know leave me alone dude but in a very like he was very nice about it but still he you know kind of admitted to like wanting to be alone whereas um even i kind of just find myself like if i were sitting alone and someone were to um comment on it or um suggest like oh why are you all lonely like this or whatever and i think it would affect me to the point where i'd be like oh i don't know i don't know you could just like i don't know like i wouldn't be able to to um assert my aloneness if um if challenged i guess mm-hmm. uh, well i also think that kind of relates to just individual people having different thresholds of how much alone time they need and how much alone time like they can kind of settle with. So I feel like I'm probably pretty similar to you in that if I'm doing stuff alone, like if I'm out in the city alone and then I meet a friend out, then I'm okay with not being alone at that point in time. But mm-hmm. maybe at another point, like some other point in the day or some other point in the week where like I would still kind of need some alone time for myself. So I, I guess it's just like a checks and balances kind of thing. Um, and maybe, you know, some people just really want to be alone for that period of time on a specific day. And, you know, it's also really good that people, if they are in that state of mind, to be able to assert their personal boundaries and to also have people who respect those boundaries for what is alone time and appreciating that the person needs that and being able to give that to that person as well. Sure. Yeah. I think also, um, so, I mean, we've talked about it before. I grew up with, um, traditional, um, my, like my parents grew up in India, uh, which is generally considered like a collectivist society, you know, like it's very, um, community based involving like whether aunts, uncles, neighbors, like there's a lot, um, of people that are generally involved in a family or some sort of social unit. So sort of being brought up in that with that mindset and that culture um, and making that conscious decision to become independent and move away from home. I guess there's also like kind of um, I've like had to experience like changing loneliness into aloneness, so to speak, because when you do first break away from that idea of like community um, and you're not quite breaking away from it. You're not intentionally like rejecting that that idea or anything. It's just the context. You're you're moving away from your family and away from the people that you know and the people that care for you and will take care of you um, and are constantly around you to just um, making sort of your own path. So initially, I guess what manifests is you know just loneliness, being uh, feeling kind of lonely. You might be around people, but you don't have the, the same amount of nurturance, the same amount of the, the same depth of relationship that you, you seek and that you're used to, uh, where you can sort of be yourself around anybody and you can ask for anything of anybody around you. So, you know, initially I would say that, you know, that, that I have experienced uh, quite a bit of loneliness in order to recognize when, you know, like I could be productive in my loneliness and make it something that, that I think is actually important, which is being alone and knowing when I shouldn't be alone, you know, also like 
when I can reach out to people, how I can develop like these deeper connections so that I'm not lonely and just, I can recognize when I need to be alone. Yeah. And that makes me think that it, it makes sense that people often mistaken uh, being alone and loneliness. Cause I do think that they're, they're related. Um, and that what you just said, like if you're lonely, sometimes like you need to make the best out of that situation and kind of learn how to use that time of loneliness to turn that into a time where you can appreciate being alone. And at the same time, it can go the other way in that if you have too much time alone, it can easily turn into loneliness as well. And that's kind of my issue sometimes where I feel like I need all of the space to be alone just because there's so much stimulation, like I'm overstimulated or I'm overwhelmed. And I think my tendency is then to like really shrink back. Um, and then sometimes that's just too much. And it's also important to know for yourself, like what you need and when, and to just be really intentional with your times of aloneness um, so that it doesn't become into times of loneliness. Yeah. Do you ever like go out alone? Like maybe like, do you ever go get dinner alone? Like at a restaurant? Mm, here? Yeah, I do. In Hrdinger, I, I do that sometimes if, especially if like there's no one available and I just really want to have this one thing to eat. I, I won't care. I'm just going to go out and I'll, I'll have it to eat. But I think I also have trained that in myself because when I go away for conferences, sometimes I don't know a lot of people. And sometimes I don't really want to know a lot of people there because they're probably people that I've met for the first time. And I just don't have that energy after like traveling and conference schedules and whatever mm -hmm. to like engage and get to know other people. Sometimes I can, but other times I can't. And then I'll just eat alone and that's fine. Like I've, I've talked to you personally before about how going away sometimes is just exactly what I need because I need that alone time to just be cut off from all the social obligations in my life and feel like not feel guilty about that. So it's just all I can determine my schedule at my own time, at my own pace. And it's really nice for me. Yeah. You could just be like, sorry, man, I'm out of town. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I also think that you can be lonely and be very prone to being social, right? Like that's also a different type of loneliness where you're constantly like surrounded by people. But as you said, like you don't have like a certain depth of relationship with anyone. And so I guess you can, you kind of feel, you kind of feel like you're floating around in a sea of people and like no one really gets you and whatever. So yeah, there's also that, like you could be going out to a restaurant or you could be going out to a movie with many people, but if you're not particularly close or you're not really connected with them, then yeah. it, you can still be lonely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also, that could also just sort of bring out this sense of like alienation or isolation when you feel like you don't connect. Um, so yeah, I can definitely see how that kind of leads to this overall sense of loneliness or disconnect. Yeah. That's really cool that you're able to, you know, go out and, you know, be by yourself in maybe like even a public space where generally you'll find people that are either in groups or in couples or anything like that. 
So does anyone like look at you funny or like comment on it or anything? Have you ever had any experiences like that? Mm, no, not at all. Yeah, that's good. I don't, in my experience, I guess, um, at least uh, over here in the United States, it seems like that would be less common. Like it's becoming more of a, like an, ex- almost like an experiment now where people will try to like go out on their own. Um, but it's, it just seems so uncommon. And I think that just lends to the overall anxiety of somebody like going to, like, I've talked to my friends about this a lot before where like, um, sometimes like after work, I just like, I've talked to friends, they've just been like, I just want to go to a bar and get a drink and go home, you know, like just be alone for a bit. But then they're like, I don't know, should I bring a book? Should I do something? What should I do with my hands? Like, what do I do? Where do I sit? And, you know, there's so much thought that goes into like, how to be alone because it's so you don't it's not vis like it's not visibly in our in our field like you you read about it you hear about it you know that it's something that people are working on and that it's more of an accepted concept but I mean really like you don't just see it day to day where people are just sort of like sitting at a at a restaurant table alone or Mm -hmm. sitting at a bar alone yeah yeah So I think that, you know, people will differ in how much they actually need that. But I suppose if people want to make more use of their alone time, but then when they finally have it, they don't know what to do with themselves. And like in general, like there's not a lot of dialogue about what people can do in their alone time. Um, Besides all this like Instagram worthy stuff, like. I suppose everyone could just write down stuff like to prepare for times when they're alone, right? Like write like simply writing down like, oh, if in my alone times I wanna think about I just wanna think, then they could journal or they could like I don't know, like when I'm alone, I wanna like discover new stuff, then they can like go to a museum or listen to music you know so I feel like there are a lot of possibilities that don't necessarily come to mind right away when you're in that moment and sometimes it it can if like if you're just prone to to being alone and like knowing what to do when you're alone but if you want to have alone time and it's harder for you to come up with those things on the spot then you can always think in advance for sure yeah sort of like preparing for your alone time it seems like a very intentional thing like you know, you recognize that you need the alone time. And so preparing for it might make you less anxious during the alone time. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's important. Um, at least I think it's, it's important, but also unfortunately, I guess, contrastingly, like, I think loneliness is quite a, like a pretty significant fear for a lot of people just generally, um, whether it comes to like companionship, like not, especially like, in today's like another statistic that's out there is I don't know the exact statistic, but like um, less people are in relationships or less people are getting into relationships at an early age. And there's this sense of like, you know, maybe people are dating and stuff, but um, more people are alone or have some have given up, I guess, looking for a companion or um, are just not are choosing not to look for a companion. So it's like, you know, you have this knowledge, I guess, at least with me growing up, like you had this knowledge of loneliness being like one of those phobias that's very significant amongst the population. But then 
you see this contrasting idea, I guess, like nowadays that people are choosing to be alone. And I don't know how much, you know, how much of it is choice and how much of it is just a product of, you know, functions today and how things work today. But um, I guess it's just sort of interesting to see that dichotomy. Like it's a fear, but it's also kind of a reality that's just happening. Maybe we also need to separate like being like being lonely in that you feel isolated, feel alienated, feel like you can't relate to people and like not being in a relationship. So I, I, th- I think in general, like being lonely is highly stigmatized and being single is highly stigmatized. But I don't think they have like a one in one relationship and that just because you're single, you're lonely. I feel like um, like it's a human it's a basic human need to like people have basic human needs to be social and maybe it's the case that like in terms of relationships and people not getting into relationships as much as before um, maybe people just like are really appreciating bachelor bachelorette life or whatever is in between and just really want to be single to like explore their options but at the same time they they're still having this like basic human need of being social fulfilled through other medias um and i think we also have to you know keep this in mind and like as a society when we see people who are single who are not in relationships that they're they don't have to be lonely because there's a lot of life to live where you're not lonely just because you're single for sure. And I think that's where, like, a lot of, um, I guess, reporting gets it a little confused because they see, I guess they're, like, you know, they get numbers and statistics on people that are just not in a relationship. And then it's kind of translated into, like, this is the loneliest, loneliest generation alive or whatever, like, that have ever, um, you know, been reported or that than any generation that's ever preceded and these grand statements that like millennials millennials in general are just lonely Mm. and that they associate it with a lot of technology and everything but you know like more and more you just come to find that a lot of people are just sort of choosing to be I guess to have that level of independence um and uh, like individuality but like you said you know everyone to an extent we're social creatures um we crave and we desire just social connection, uh, communication, and um, like I guess relatability. So, yeah, I mean, it for better or for worse, it seems it's you know it's it's on the rise that people do appreciate being just alone. I I personally just still find it kind of difficult to like. I do think a lot prior to like choosing to go outside alone like I can be alone with myself like in my house but (laughs) like you know if I need to but um like going out and like being stationary in a place like if I'm moving around if I'm going to the grocery store like running errands like I'd probably prefer to be alone but I do not I've never been able to associate like going to the movies or going to dinner with like uh an alone type of activity because it's stuff that I've always just done with either family or friends before. Um, so it does like, I've definitely done it before, but it's just, it is something that I've had to practice, you know, and it's something that I want to practice just for myself. Um, 
don't know. It just like, I want to, I guess it's like almost like an, a practice in confidence in a way. I mean, like being alone can really be anything. I could kind of just stay in my comfort zone. And if I ever want to be alone, I just stay home. But um, I think there's something to be said about just being able to be alone outside of your comfort zone. There are a lot of people that talk about like solo traveling. I don't know if I'd ever be able to do that. Do you think so? Mm, well, I have solo traveled to conferences, but I guess it's not the same thing if you're a tourist um, and yeah, like more new. Yeah, like if there's nobody waiting for you on the other side, there's like no nowhere for you to go. You're just going like, oh, I'm just going to go to like Spain or um, France or anything like that. And you, you're just going to like, you don't have a plan or anything and you just go with a backpack and travel. Yeah, I know a couple of friends who could be like that and they're totally cool, but it it wouldn't be something for me. I think yeah. it would be hard not being able to share that experience in real time with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially like if everything's new and you see like super cool stuff or not super cool stuff, like, I don't know, that kind of experience I feel like is outside of my alone time boundaries. All right, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, lots of people solo travel and then they meet up with people in hostels or they're really open to going to bars and randomly, you know, striking up conversation with strangers. Mm -hmm. So, again, like, even though they're solo traveling, it doesn't mean that, you know, they're they're not Mm -hmm. having any kind of social interaction at all. I guess, like, that could still be possible, but I think when people are backpacking for example this is quite common yeah no for sure but it's weird like you could use alone time for either you know something introspective like that like an immersive experience where you truly want to be alone and experience the world like on your own but I guess like to an extent that's why it's important to prepare for maybe for some people for alone time because I think also they're like to an extent there's like drawbacks with being alone you know sometimes it can creep into loneliness you know, maybe you get so much in your comfort zone of like, you know, I just want to do this alone or I want to do that alone, that it sort of builds to this, you know, extended amount of alone time. That's the sense of loneliness. And then, you know, when you're alone, you have like a lot of time to think. And sometimes that can lead to sort of like, you know, you, you, you'll, you're going to think about yourself. You're going to think about, I guess, your own characteristics, sometimes like self-doubt and self-critical thoughts and stuff like that and sometimes you know social interaction are things that kind of not always but it can be used as something that you increase your spirits with you know um improve your mood with just because you know people will have opinions of you or have ideas of you based on their um interactions with you that can uh they can offer a perspective to you that you haven't seen of yourself you know, when you're when you're alone, I think a lot of people tend to be self-critical. And so that's something that's of, of great focus to you. So, you know, I guess it's important to find a balance. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. It's good to also be around people. Um, also to get like, I don't know, some validation or to have a sounding board for things that you're thinking of when you are alone. Um, at the same time, I think alone time is quite crucial for people to really just reflect on, like, not just their own thoughts in certain situations, but their own behaviors and, like, think about how it has consequences for themselves and for others. 
And I just feel like sometimes, like we are living in a in an age where we're always kind of connected and we're always kind of on. Like sometimes even when we're physically alone, we're still kind of connected to people. And I think that's quite demanding. Um, also, like in our different workspaces, I feel like we're like on a general, like there's so much demanded from individuals to be productive that it's hard not to just think of yourself as an individual. So I don't know. I think we're all really maxed out in terms of all the things that we have to do and all the things that we have to think about in relation to other people or think about in relation to like our functional role in society. And there's hardly any space sometimes for us to think about ourselves and what's good for us and like our impact. So I think that alone time is really important um, for people just to get a grip on that as well. And of course, talk to other people in their own time as well to to get like a different perspective on things but as you said it's it's a balancing act as well but yeah yeah but I guess that goes back to like you know what we talked about a couple weeks ago about self-care recognizing you know what's in your self-care inventory I guess um but making alone time seems like a pretty essential tool um, for self-care just so that you can at least reflect on the things that you do need um, to lead a more you know productive efficient you know balanced life I guess yeah even if it's that if it's like I don't want to talk to people anymore I'm just really tired I want to go home and sleep early I feel like that's already like a very intentional choice to be alone separating yourself from other people that's not like stigmatizing at all it's completely understandable that one gets tired physically and mentally and you literally need to recharge Mm -hmm. yeah for sure I guess it also depends on like who you surround yourself with right like I I recall like a few years of my life um thus far that that I've spent away from home where I um you know some people are generally more extroverted and that translates into them perhaps not wanting to be alone and to an extent I think that comes with like with youthfulness or like being young and like in that age of like wanting to you know like not have FOMO or not um, miss out on anything and always like just be around people and know what what's going on with everybody um but yeah in my years I guess I've had like a couple years where I've been so drained because like the the friends that I've had have maybe been more extroverted um and less like have have less willingness to be alone and so um in an effort to sort of just you know like appease maybe their need to be around people I'd sort of you know follow that schedule more and also because like at the time it just didn't seem like I was more it seemed like I was more not in the wrong but I was more uh, a part in some way for wanting to be alone rather than like they were more correct in their assessment of like no we should all hang out together all the time yeah I think I mean this this goes to what I was saying in the beginning like there's you as an individual knowing like being aware of your boundaries and asserting those boundaries and at the same time you also have to like 
people also have to be able to okay with you to be okay with you asserting those boundaries and not be assholes about it yeah yeah sometimes they'll just sort of be like you know why do you want like again it's a new thing where like it's hard to have to explain to somebody that you want to be alone not because there's anything wrong not because like you're upset with them or sad or mad or anything like that or you're you know you just have to there's there needs to be a way to communicate that you know it's nothing personal and you're great and I'll see you tomorrow but like I'm gonna take a nap or watch Netflix or do something like by myself um and I think I I don't know maybe we just need to develop the language to sort of assert that better and also people gotta not be assholes about it I mean I really think that people gotta be more graceful and understanding about this like I feel like it's already so much to assert these personal boundaries. And then I don't know why it's so necessary always to explain yourself to the fullest extent. Like I've, I feel like alone time is also kind of something that people in general need and it should be understandable, but that people want that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little critical, but I've had situations where people like I'm just really pumped and I'm like having a sleepover with someone and I'm like talking f- like for hours and hours. And then I'm like, hey, do you want to like not talk? Like, I don't know. Like, I think because you realize as well that the energy level of the other person is just going down and they're not so into it. And at that moment, like, I feel like you as a human being also has perception like you have perception skills to know that the other person's not that into it. And if they're like, yeah, can we just like pick up from tomorrow? Like what, what else can be said about that? You know, like. For sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. I don't think you're being overly critical. Like I, but I do see that as, you know, sometimes, unfortunately it's, it's, that's the ideal, you know, like I think people are more prone to take something personally um, unless they have like this, um, like the same, like if they've learned the same things that we have, you know, like if they have had this sent this, um, opportunity to invest in, uh, learning about the importance of loneliness and communication and being so like perceptive, if, if you will. Um, and if they have that, you know, propensity to like those dispositions, you know, but if someone hasn't been faced maybe with those specific challenge, like not challenges, but those, those ideas, unfortunately, I think they're more likely to be like, Oh dang, maybe they just don't like me or something. But mm. no, definitely like, I think it, it requires efforts on both, both, you know, parts, depending, I guess, you know, your friends and everyone knows their friends, right. To an extent. Um, and they know when, like how to communicate with whoever they're with. And I, I definitely think like, it's important to just explain, like if, if you ever sensed, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to say that the entire responsibility should be on your shoulders to pacify someone's like, you know, need for your validation and you're like, Oh no, I don't hate you. And you're not a bad person or anything. I just need to be alone or whatever. But like I say, you know your friends and you know like how much to how much you need to reach out to them and how much you need to communicate that like your needs and boundaries to them. 
which hopefully in that case would in the future make them more considerate of your boundaries and they'll be able to pick up on your cues and um, be perceptive and understanding of when you need your alone time and not judge you for it either. Like not be like, Oh, she's just a loner. And instead they just be like, okay, respect. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I suppose there is an educational component in this mm-hmm. and maybe in that way, people can also learn from our conversation right here. Um, I guess that basically wraps up our discussion for this week. Again, uh, feel free to drop us lines about anything you have on your mind. Uh, if you've ever experienced loneliness versus taking alone time, uh, how you spend your alone time, what have you gained from it. And um, yeah, just drop us a line, connect with us. Yeah, and just a short remark, someone also dropped us a line on our last episode, Dating While Asian, um, and that person conveyed to us that we should also all be giving credit to the Cindy community on St. Martin and not be ultra harsh on them, um, and that there have been a lot of changes since Perita and I have personally been on the island. Uh, so if anyone else can drop us a line on those kinds of insights, that'd be super great, because change is good, especially changes in a positive, accepting direction. Um, And I guess we also have to acknowledge that there are differences in experiences while dating um, as an Asian person, especially if you're from St. Martin, and there are always going to be individual differences. Um, But that still doesn't take away from your experiences if you have experienced particular hardships from being in that community or just hardships in general as as an Asian person dating in St. Martin. So, yeah, that's all i got to say. Yeah. All in all, like, we appreciate anyone who takes the time out of their day and the effort to just construct any any sort of response to us and just whether it's something that you found in our episodes that you didn't quite agree with or did agree with. Uh, I mean, feel free to drop us a line and that's what we're here for. You know, we don't we don't expect you to just sort of agree with everything we say so it's, it's always good to find new perspectives yep yep keep dropping them lines and for now right. peace out all righty bye bye